Hubhopper Originals. Hello friends, welcome to the podcast Executive Mom Stories. This is not an ordinary business podcast, but this show is with ordinary people who are making an extraordinary efforts, the working moms who are juggling to keep a balance at work and home. Today on Executive Mom Stories, Vinita Jochi. The other word is hamari duty hai. मुझे ऐसे लगता है कि ये बच्चा जैसे मेरे गले में फंदा है और मैं अपनी ड्यूटी पूरी किए जा रही हूँ और फंदा टाइट हुए जा रहा है सो प्लीज आई आई एम समी Beautifully, so responsible as a parent. Just because I'm a parent and the responsible person and the adult doesn't mean I can't jump around and have fun. Doesn't mean I can't crack silly jokes. Doesn't mean I can't roll on the floor with my kid. Doesn't mean I can't just have fun like a child. And this is happening privately inside your own home. It's not like you're on TV or something, but people are so. Vinita Jochi is a trained fashion professional from NIFT and has worked in fashion, retail and education sector for more than 15 years. She is a single parent and mother of 20 years old daughter. She is a published author of children's fiction and non-fiction books as well as a storyteller and parenting coach since last 11 years. She is a creator and writer of Carefree Parenting blog. Vinita will be soon coming with parenting workshop to get more details about the same and an exciting discount on the registration fee here this podcast till the end Hi Vinita thank you so much for making it on a very short notice allowing us to disturb your sunday you don't need an intro but for our listeners tell the story of Vinita Joshi Oh dear first of all thank you so much I loved the idea of being on the show the minute you invited me and uh, hello to everybody out there as well and the story um, i'm a single parent mum of a now 20 year old i started um, i've worked 25 years trained as a fashion professional and um, worked in fashion and retail and education in india and singapore i lost my conviction somewhere in the 14th year found that i was teaching postgraduate classes and talking about philosophy not fair to the students and uh, decided to switch careers mm-hmm. at which point i became a parenting coach and a writer and a storyteller and uh, that's what i've been doing 11 years now how do you do it so many things you're a founder you're a storyteller you're a blogger parenting coach you sing you read a lot yes and you're a mom you do meditation Good God! And you've learned five languages. So how do you do it all? Um, I think I'm just like interested, excited, greedy about life. <laughs> That's it. Okay. So among all this, how does a typical day look like uh, in your life? I think the answer is there is no typical day at okay. all. So there could be a day where I'm twelve hours doing something. There could be a day I'm believe it or not, even as a working mom, sitting in the bed with three mugs of coffee, one after the other, and a book, and just gobbling up that book and so excited all sorts of stuff just no typical day at all you have collection of more than 10000 books i do how did this happen we are all book crazy in this family we are also crazy but we are also book crazy so and uh, did you inculcate this habit in your daughter as well 
This is a question I get asked all the time. So here's the funny thing. You walk up to somebody and you say, you know, we read a lot. This is a great book. That's a great book. And that person will turn around and tell you, reading to bohat achhi habit hoti hai. Isko karna chahiye. And that tells me absolutely pakka. This is a person that doesn't read because I read so much. <laughs> and I have never said this to anybody that reading is such a good habit. You must do it because I actually do do it. So the thing is, I don't think you teach anybody or inculcate the habit because you're reading and your child is born and they're around you and they see, yeah, look at this woman. She's like, it's something in her hands and her eyes keep going. And you love and want to share the pleasure with your children. And so you, I mean, my daughter has had books since she was four months old. Those were cloth books, okay? I threw the cloth book away. I don't think she'll ever forgive me till the end of my days. <laughs> and we used to wash it in the machine in those days, but I threw it. My mistake. Uh, so, uh, so we just read and then it just became natural. So when people would come, she would remember the story. Mm -hmm. She would hold the book straight and people would say, because she will turn the page, she will be reading aloud, they are sitting next to her and they are like, oh my God, look at these big words. This person agreed and look at the wonder and they slept and they yawned. She is reading all this. And then I would say, you know, she's heard all these things so many times. So happily she, in inverted commas, reads because... You know, so how, how did it happen? I mean, did just, you do something? Did you... I was just reading to her and I read for myself to me quietly. So she just saw that, like when I was teaching, you know, I had all my... I used to teach postgraduates in fashion. And so I had all these exam papers sometimes and they'd be lying around. And I never locked up anything, any of my jewelry, anything. There was never that... I never baby-proofed the house. And I had a dog as well, okay? So, um, she would sometimes pick up the exam papers and I would say, you know, Cookie, leave them back. They are my important papers. So, she was a year old. You have important papers. So, one day, koi bill will raha hoga, kisi ne feng diya hoga, dustbin se nikal ke kehti hai, mommy, this is my important paper. I said, you go and keep it carefully. <laughs> so, I think kids just learn from you and the life you lead and what you do. And how do you choose a book? Oh, Currently, my God. What are you reading I have now actually developed almost an instinct. So when I go to bookshops, I have other shoppers there who actually turn around and tell me, Acha, um, my child is so old and goes to this school and enjoys these things. And uh, what book should I buy for that child? And the first time this happened, I was so shocked. And looking at the shock on my face, that lady said, uh, I'm so sorry. Ah, you don't work here and that's a shop where all these mundu type guys are the workers I said <laughs> and then she said I'm so sorry but every time I've come you're here and you know so much about the books and you're talking to all these mundus and they're listening to you I thought you must be the owner <laughs> I said wow I'm like jazzed I'm so thrilled about this but um, I think just keep an open mind and an open heart all this nonsense about Mere bachche ko airplane pasande to sirf airplane ka book. First of all, people want to buy books for their children. The books are in one corner of the world. The children are in the other corner of the world. Take your child to the bookstore. 
उसके बाद आप क्यूरेट ना करो नहीं नहीं बेटा उसमें इंग्लिश अच्छी नहीं है वो छे रुपए की किताब है उसमें पर पेज ना छह ही वर्ड्स हैं इसमें क्या सीखोगे ये देखो डेढ़ सौ रुपए की किताब है एक पेज में चालीस वर्ड्स हैं कितना सीख विद योर बजट बट आई मीन समे आई डू वीडियो on how to read to children and to make them wildly excited about books. Uh, can I mention my TEDx talk? Yeah, you can. Okay. So I have a TEDx talk called How to Be a Captivating Storyteller. It's 15 minutes. Just type my name, Vinita Zuchi, type TEDx on YouTube. You should have it. And at least you will know whatever story you're telling, how to tell it. I mean, that will just give it to you beginning to end. You run a website. Uh, we can say a movement rather. Carefree Parenting. Yes. So... Aren't these two words carefree and parenting juxtaposed? How can a parent be carefree? So what is this concept all about? I think the concept is about a lot of parenting is supposed to be like stressful. What do people say about parenting? Jab aap parent ho jate ho, it is such a big responsibility. Can yeah. you see these can you see these capital letters made of concrete which are like 10 feet high matlab bolte hi dab gaya uske niche insaan you know um that's one word i hate the word responsibility okay the other word is hamari duty hai mujhe aise lagta hai ki ye bachcha jaise mere gale mein phanda hai aur main apni duty puri kiye ja rahi hu aur phanda tight hoye ja raha hai so please i i am somebody who believes in joy in love in fun and when you come from the space of joy and love and fun your child knows it trust me i have seen so many kids who are deeply loved by their parents but cannot connect with them because the parent is being dutifully so responsible as a parent just because i'm a parent and the responsible person and the adult doesn't mean i can't jump around and have fun doesn't mean i can't crack silly jokes doesn't mean i can't roll on the floor with my kid doesn't mean i can't just have fun like a child and this is happening privately inside your own home it's not like you're on tv or something but people are so so conscious of their dignity are bachche ke sath aap dignity dekh rahe ho When are you going to connect with this child? So carefree parenting is about removing all these strange notions that people have and creating a real connect so that so much of the stress of parenting goes away. And how did this concept of carefree change you? I think I've always been fairly carefree actually so I don't <laughs> know that it changed me but there's a very important message I would like to give to everyone listening right now. Um I got married at 23, had my daughter at 25, left my husband at 28 when my daughter was two and a half, had a really very painful, nitpicky, acrimonious, horrible, roiling, frightful divorce, completely nightmarish for me and my family and my daughter um, for more than four years. and came out at the other end of it when i was 32 years old okay uh until that point it was oh god i have to do everything for her she's my life she's everything and i have to do everything for her even when i was living with my husband he was completely disengaged with the child so it's not like he ever did anything for her ki bhai ab father ka bhi main pura there was no father in the picture ever when we were living with the father also and the father was there 
physically but he was mentally and emotionally totally absent which is fine and uh, then came the date at the beginning of the divorce when uh, she had to go to court and there was so much fear for both of us it was the marriage was filled with fear and i always try to protect her against it but children are the sharpest animals in the world and they always know no matter how well we think we've done all the lipa poti and yes princess of course da 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 but the vibes that they get they get they know it already even if they don't have the words for it and because she was also scared jab peshi hui i was so frightened because out of fear she would do whatever he asked her to do for instance if he said come and sit in my lap and she was just 3 years old my god so come and sit in my lap she would have gone because she is scared there is no way to say no even if she doesn't want to if he had said kiss me or you know hug me she would have done all those things and i was so afraid that um she would do those things and she was so afraid and somehow we got through that time and basically i was afraid because i thought the judge will see oh bachche ko kitna pyar wo bhi karta hai aur bachcha usko pyar karti hai and he will give her the custody give him that guy the custody and everybody told me are you crazy 3 saal ka hai bachcha hai aur wo bhi beti hai maa ko milega i said i mean this one is just into all kinds of things and we don't know how he has influenced whoever so i cannot trust this so i was such a terrible paranoid mess it's difficult to believe anyway we got over that and then you get into the phase of you know oh my parents have supported me i must make them happy and i must make the kid happy because she's all i have and then one time i looked around me and i'm like okay the parents are not happy so this is not good and the kid is happy but it seems to be wanting so many things and damn it i am not happy so i said you know what and this this was just a magic moment of grace it happened when i was 32 a little before the divorce came through I was like, "Chule me jaye yar sab koi, including bacha. I am going to make sure I am bloody happy. Because mera to mere ko pata hai na. It just happened in one instant. Just yota na life changing moment. Because I I'd been feeling this weight burning me, this guilt. Not that everybody was so kind and so supportive, but I was like, I am killing myself trying to make them happy, and they are not happy in the way I thought they would be happy. We are all stuck in these grooves all the time. And then I was like, chuck it. आई विल बी हैप्पी ये सबके सब देखी जाएगी सारी उम्र गुजार ली इन सबके पीछे इनको हैप्पी करते करते मैजिक एंड ट्रस्ट मी इट विल वर्क फॉर एनी बडी हुई डिसाइडेड आई एम गोन बी हैप्पी सो आई स्टार्ट से नो टू एवरीबडी लाइक यू नो मामी कैन बी डू दिस नो कुकी आई डोंट फील लाइक बेटा कैन यू गो एंड बाई समिंग नो आई डोंट वॉन्ट बाई you buy it or find somebody else to buy it or let it not be bought so this was the situation and believe it or not saying so much no suddenly i was happy and by some peculiar stroke everybody else suddenly became happy around me and that's when i realized and this is my message to everybody listening out there from deep down inside you really really deep inside whether you're grinning or laughing or smiling or not you have to be happy as a parent you will be effective only if you are happy i'm not saying you have to be happy to be a good parent first you have to be happy then you can be a good anything because all those other things are roles you play mm-hmm. whether you're a spouse you're a you're somebody in your office you're a parent you're a, the owner of a pet 
Okay? You have to be happy in who you are. And I'll tell you the ways this played out. So I would come home after 10 hours and this kid has been home coming from school and waiting for me. And I would just tell her, I'm like, okay, you know, I've had a long drive. I've had a long day. Here's what we're going to do. She was four years old. Not yet five. That was the arc. I told her, here's what we're going to do. You're going to give me 10 minutes. You can see I'm in the house, but you're going to behave like I'm not here. You're not going to talk to me. You're not going to come to me. You're not going to touch me or hug me or be around me. You'll just find something to do in your own and you'll just leave me space and time. And she was like, how do I know 10 minutes? So I would tell her, okay, look, that's the clock. This hand is pointing there. When that big hand moves those two numbers, she, she just knows the marks, right? Yeah. So that's 10 minutes. And she would do whatever with the dog, with her nana nani, with her toys, her books. She would just do her stuff. She's like, mommy, it's 10 minutes up. It's 10 minutes I'm coming. But those 10 minutes just gave me a minute to catch my breath, to drink a glass of water, to sit down, to change, to just, you know, move from work mode to I'm a human being mode. And then I can get into any other mode, you know. Being a single parent, what was your biggest fear while raising up your daughter and how did you overcome that? I had only one fear that the court would grant him the custody and it didn't happen. <laughs> so this is going to run counter to most what most people say. I think I'm a good mom. My daughter definitely thinks so and a lot of other people think that. Um, and if you don't have to take my word for it. Someday maybe you'll get to meet with her and then you'll see she's one of my biggest fans she's always raising the flag of oh god my mom is so cool she's so awesome blah blah but even as a good mom uh, and a loving mom I believe for any child anywhere ye do parents hona zaruri hai maa hona zaruri hai baap hona zaruri hai I think these are all just notions we have from society I just feel har ek bacche ke liye ek insaan uski zindagi mein aisa hona chahiye jo athah unlimited, unconditional usko pyaar kare. It could be a grandparent, it could be the mali, it could be the dai, but there has to be one person who is completely loving and accepting. Or us ek insaan ke sahare, wo bachcha khilke, I mean that child will blossom, that child will thrive and be happy and successful all their lives. So, I mean the, the, the dad situation was never really there. <laughs> I ask her every now and then as she kept growing up. I'm like, Cookie, do you? Because after a few years, you know, uh, not he, but his parents reached out to me and a lot of runa dhona, oh, we missed the grandchild, blah, blah. And because there was so much misery and so much toxic, uh, you know, the, the whole thing was so toxic. So I was very careful. Uh, I was actually paranoid and I was thinking, oh, are they going to try and give us some drug or school? You know, like you just, yeah. your mind just goes like bananas. And the lady was like, my ex-mother-in-law. She was like, Achha, hai, we can meet outside. We just want to see her, you know, like, please, or whatever. And I actually said yes. And I went to meet and I took my daughter also. The reason was very simple. I may have nothing to do with that child, but there is a biological father. And if not today, someday in her future, she might have a question. Who's that guy? What's that part of me? What's that family? So I don't have the right to shut that door. I have to keep that door open. Mm -hmm. So I have never said anything negative to her in her whole life, even in those um, horrible days, never said anything negative about him or his parents. Even when I left, I just told her, I said, Raja, 
mommy is not happy and I want to leave. Do you want to come or do you want to stay? And she said, I'm coming. And that was it. So how do you set those boundaries, you know, for your daughter? And how do you set those rules? I and, and from your uh, talk, I can hear that, you know, she follows it as well. So how Actually, you... all kids follow it. She's an extraordinary child in terms of like, people always tell me, you know, yeah, this one is like born wise and born very sensible. And tumse zada dimag hai usko, like, you know, in terms of maturity and whatnot. But um, I find most children follow the rules I make. For the simple reason, I have very few rules. What are those? With my daughter, I had one rule. You're never going to lie to me. That was the only rule. Okay. <laughs> so it's very simple. It's like, um, if I ask you a question, I mean, growing up, it's like, I'll give you the example later, but I ask you a question. Uh, did somebody say something to you? You may not want to answer that question. And you as a child, as a person, may have your own reasons to not want to answer that question. I will never question your right to not answer my question. You can just tell me, I don't want to talk to you about it. I will buy that. But you will never tell me a lie. So there were questions she used to ask me. She asked me when she was five. I'm sorry, I don't remember the exact question now. But she asked me something. And I said, you know, I'm having a problem because there is an answer to your question. But I don't know how to give it to you in a way that you will understand today when you are five. Today I can tell you, I know how to answer this question in a way that you will understand when you are 10. So can you please remember this question? Ask me when you are 10. I will also remember the question. And if you don't ask me, I will bring it up. Remember, you had asked me that question and we will deal with this. So we lived our life like this. When she was eight years old, I brought up that question. Mm -hmm. I said, do you remember, Cookie, the, there was this? She's like, yeah, I know, but I just turned eight. I'm waiting to turn 10. I'll ask her then. <laughs> I said, you know, I think you're ready. I think she was so excited. She's like, wow, you said 10, but I'm ready at eight. Great, let's go for it. And, you know, we we came back with the question and I gave her the answer and she was like, oh, okay. So, so another way children believe in rules is um, you tell them what to expect. Most people don't. They're like, everything is no. Glass jor se ni patakna, pani ni girana, ye bhi ni karna, wo bhi ni karna. Usko jail mein band karke, almari mein, ajayab ghar mein band kyo ne karte te ho. It's just freeze fail, you know. <laughs> How do you raise your daughter on a thin line of freedom and discipline? There's very little discipline. There's just so much freedom. But like I said, the rules are just very, very few rules. Any specific incident that you can quote for us? In terms of? In terms of... Uh, Drawing the line between freedom and discipline. I always treated her like a person. And she has valued that hugely. She says, I remember, I mean, even being four and five and how people today, like even in her teenage, I mean, she's beyond a teenager now, she's 20 years old. But she said, even in their teenage, I see how other people talk to their children and they treat them so differently. You treated me better when I was like four or five years old because her memory goes back to that time. You always asked me what I wanted. You treated me like a person. So to give you one example, I always wanted after the divorce case was over that we should be out of the country. Okay. And my deal was we live two years abroad and two years here so that you have family, you know, like my folks. And then, uh, you know, and she turns around and tells me, 
You know, mommy, I love my school. So I don't want to leave till I finish school. I'm like, Cookie, you're in grade bloody three. I mean, this is a lifetime. What are you talking about? I said, it's okay. I'll need two years to set things up. So just maybe you want to move in two years from now, you know. So you just say yes today. It'll take me two years. You can be here till five. And She's like, no, but I just told you I want to finish school here. And I'm sure I want to graduate school from this school. And I'm like, okay. And when I talk to other people, they say, you're crazy. But the point is this, my, um, I'm not very fond of Delhi, to be honest, though I've lived most of my life here, okay? It's hot, it's noisy, it's dusty, it's like, it's difficult. Um, but my hatred for Delhi and my desire to live abroad, somehow, to me, seemed much smaller than her complete conviction and love for the school and desire to stay in the school. Okay. So I said, all right, which one is heavier for me? That one is heavier, so let's roll with that. And people are like, Baba, tu pagal hai. Kaun bachche ko equal vote deta hai? Essentially, she had an equal vote. That's how spouses are, right? I mean, and actually, a lot of marital relationships are not equal. So, let's not go there. But, um, so she says, I always felt so listened to. You know? I There was always a choice. All right, we have to eat vegetables. Which vegetable you want? So, I'm the person who... What in the world did you do? How did you cook it? I said, it's not in how I cooked it. <laughs> I'll give you the recipe, I'll cook it and send it home. Your kid is never going to eat anything there. That's matter. Like, what do you do? What drug are you feeding them? I'm like, nothing, you come and see. <laughs> okay. So, so, let your child participate in the decision making. That would be my big tip. Okay. When they feel... It's not that I have told you but I've, given, I've been given a choice. Alright, it's playtime. You can't play on the tablet, but you want to do this or this or this. As a parenting coach, what problems you find dominating for parents these days and what are the probable reasons and solutions? Oh wow, this is a whole universe. <laughs> yeah, something that keeps coming to you again and again. Everything keeps coming to me again and again. So there are problems with like, children don't listen. Children throw a lot of tantrums. Children don't study. How to make them study? Biggest, how to make them eat? They don't eat food. How to develop their all-round personality because there's so much competition and the kids don't understand and all they want to do is play. And how can we tell them, beta, tumara pura future is on the line and they're little, they don't understand. I don't believe children are little. I mean, they are little, but I don't believe they don't understand. I think... I find it much easier to talk to children than to talk to parents. <laughs> yeah, actually, you can just tell a child. Uh, okay, so I'll give you one of my secrets. How I would feed those kids is I wouldn't feed them. We would simply sit at the table. So I had this kid once. We had. Can I tell you this story? Sure, sure. You can. Anyways, you're a storyteller. So, <laughs> so, so there's this kid. Um, mom had to go for some job interview, and she's like, "Oh my God, I have nowhere to drop her." I said, "Mere paas chhodo." I said, hey Prabhu, just, just chill, you know, it's alright, we'll deal with it. So the kid comes. This is also a mother who used to give her two slices bread with a glass dood at 7 in the morning and then say, you know, I just blew my mind. Anyway, so lunchtime, we've made um, chicken, we've made dal, we've made raita 
we've made two sabzis and there's rice. So we lay the table, we sit down and the girl goes, Auntie, this chicken looks like it has lot of chilli. I don't think I'll eat it. I said, okay, beta, that's fine. And this dal, you know, it's a funny color. I don't really think I want it. I said, that's great. Don't worry. So I showed her the two sabzis. No, um, I don't feel like this one. I said, okay. And she said, that sabji I've never eaten in my life. I'll never eat it. I said, okay. So this child is sitting with the empty plate. All of us are sitting. We ate one serving. We took our second helping. We finished. Khana khatam hua. She's like, so auntie, what will I eat? I said, beta, nothing. You have decided not to eat anything. Raita. I'm not fond of raita. Maybe plain dahi. I said, beta, sorry, plain dahi to khatam ho gaya. Hamne sab kuch raita hi bana diya. Uh, I said, it's okay. It's only lunch time. Aisa to koi problem nahi hai. Five o'clock, I'll give you milk. So I started clearing the table. I, now the last one sabzi went. I'm walking away and this child is holding that bartan from my hands. Auntie, I think you leave this. I said, why, beta? I'm clearing the table. Ho gaya na, khana khatam. Nini, auntie, I think I'll try. I said, nee, beta, tum to kabhi khati nahi, tumne khai nahi, sabzi, isko chhod do. No, no, auntie, I'll try. I said, are you sure? I don't want you to be upset or anything. No, auntie, I'll try. Leave it. I said, okay. Then, kitchen se vapas dusri sabzi aai. Kitchen se vapas chicken aaya. Kitchen se vapas chawal aaya. Bed ke, she ate for one and a half hours. Okay? And she ate... Four pieces of chicken and my father was later saying, this child can eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> Not that he minded, it was there, you know. And so when the mother came back at 6.30, she said, uh, I said, Tum kaun sa bachcha mere paas chhod ke gai thi jo khana nahi khata, mein to nahi jaanti us bachche ko, ye to khake. And she was like, oh mama, auntie had made such nice chicken and the mother said, beta, itni michi. No, it was very nice. Aankho se aansu bhi gire te. I said, chidiya, raita khalo saath me. No, no, auntie, it's okay. I am enjoying it. <laughs> Okay. So, so most people will say, Acha beta, biscuit khalo, tumne kuch ne khaya. Aji chale, ice cream to khaya ga, mera beta, burger banga. That is why people are not able to feed their children. I, look, children like us, they are not going to die from missing a meal and they are not going to fall sick from missing a meal. But we behave as if the earth will turn on its axis only if they eat everything that we believe they have to eat in equal for the quantity we tell them to eat. You just have to be like calm. Like I said, if you look at it as a human being, not as my child, you free up a lot of space there. That kid just immediately becomes free, has decision making, has power and just becomes like a regular adult. When you go to work, can you imagine telling somebody, Tumne tiffin nahi khatam kiya, khana khalo. They just look at you, you've lost your bloody head, man. It's my food, I'll eat, I want to leave what I want. You drove a lot, seven years, 365 days, yes, so 150 yes. kilometer yes, each day. Yes. Tell us some crazy moments about a mom on the wheel. Oh, nothing. Um, they were gorgeous moments, actually. My daughter's very, very fond of dance. And so the dance classes, because she was, she was actually teaching at 15. She was a professional dancer because she did such a lot of dance. And it was miles away from where we live. So um, I would just be on the road and pick her up with lunch and uh, she'd eat lunch in the car. We'd sit in some cafe for half an hour and from 4 to 10 plus she'd be in the dance class and I'd be waiting in cafes and then we would drive back here and we would come here at 11.15 in the night and she would wake up the next morning at 5.30 and be at the bus stop 6.40 and so the days rolled on. Uh, so any crazy moment? Mm. While driving. Lots, lots. We, we had a lot of laughter because um, 
I'm very sarky about people driving on the road. <laughs> I would always have crazy comments to make and we'd laugh. But it also gave us a lot of like time together because some days she would be like, don't talk. I'm figuring out this choreography or she'd be on the phone with somebody figuring out a project or something. But like a lot of crazy moments like um, once there was this, uh, you know, these green chote tempo hote hain, which mm-hmm. takes saman. And this guy is just not letting me pass and he's blocking the right lane and he's between the center and the right lane and there are these bicycles and bikes going so that I have nowhere to go so we came to a Lalbati where I'm at the left of this chap or isne aap ek full right lane pakadli though he's going straight at least there was no indicator and eventually he went straight with me so I just rolled down my window and I knocked I told him bhai saab and he was a little shocked I said ek baat bataiye aap hare wale tempo ke drivers ko क्या तभी लाइसेंस मिलता है जब आप एक प्रण लेते हो कि हम किसी भी सूरत में राइट लेन नहीं छोड़ेंगे उसको मैंने पूछा एंड ही लाइसेंस ही दिखा रहे थे He's like, uh, नहीं, नहीं, actually, मैंने कहा नहीं नहीं कोई बात मेरे मन में क्या when i was working in the house but mm-hmm. i was developing uh, content for a distance learning program in fashion and when i picked up this project i thought it would be something it ended up being a lot more intensive i actually told her i said all right listen mummy has a new project and she's like okay and i said here's the deal it is a lot of work and i'm going to be doing it from home i typically would work from home unless i were actually outside for meetings and things and here's what we're going to do for 6 days of the week i'm going to be with you for 20 minutes in the day by the clock and i said she knows clocks and time matters cuz i've trained her from then like 10 minutes and and on sunday i will be with you for 2 hours and every night when you are fast asleep i will sleep with you in the bed for 2 hours and believe it or not at that point my workplace was in um like an aisle in the house like a covered balcony on mm-hmm. the first floor usi mein table tha usi mein and mere piche se log aate jaate so she used to be in the house for 7 months i would when i got up and said all right our 20 minutes starts now she would look at the clock we'd have our 20 minutes of whatever it was i would go back to work and in the middle of the night sometime between 1:30 and 2 a.m एक आवाज आ रही होती थी मामी एंड आई वुड शट डाउन सेव एवरीथिंग पुट ऑन द अलार्म फॉर टू आवर्स गेट टू बेड विद हर नींद में आई से कुकी आई एम हियर मामी इज हियर आई एम विद यू फॉर टू आवर्स नाउ शी वुड स्नगल अप टू मी आई वुड होल्ड हर स्लीप फॉर टू आवर्स माय अलार्म वुड गो ऑफ एंड आई एम लाइक ऑल राइट शेरू स्लीप वेल इट्स आई एम अप नाउ एंड यू विल डील विद योर स्टफ 7 मंथ्स ऑन द ट्रॉट सो लाइक आई सेड इफ यू ट्रीट देम लाइक ह्यूमन बीइंग्स एंड यू टेल देम ऑल राइट द अदर थिंग इज you must take it when they tell you listen i'm busy i don't have time for you parents don't want that <laughs> parents never want parents have to be so busy 
किड्स हैव टू बी ऑलवेज अवेलेबल एंड रेडी इफ द किड्स हैज अभी मैं खेल रहा हूँ अभी मैं खेल रही हूँ मुझसे बात ना करो ये पेरेंट को बर्दाश्त नहीं होता क्यों रे तुम बिजी हो तुम बच्चों के बिजी हो ये क्या है हम पेरेंट है हमारा हक है बिजी होना दिस इज नॉनसेंस यू हैव टू लाइक आई सेट इफ यू रिस्पेक्ट दैट चाइल्ड एज अ पर्सन यू विल जस्ट हैव अ कंप्लीटली फिनल रिलेशनशिप विद You soon gonna have a webinar on parenting tips for kids, one point five five years. Parents of children, yeah. And how can listeners join that? Um, so um, one idea is, of course, that why don't I send you a link and maybe you can share that, um, you know, at the bottom of the link to the podcast or on social media or something. Mm-hmm. In fact, now that you bring it up, uh, I would like to. um make a special offer just to the listeners of this program where uh, if you were to click on that link i'll i'll set it up in this way you can benefit from a 20% discount on the cost of the webinar um also to just close with one line about what it's going to be this is for the parents of children one or one and a half years old to five years old um and this is the very simple secret to make your children easier to manage to um apply this solution is going to be both simple and easy normally they are not the same thing like losing weight is simple eat less exercise more it is not easy huh but the solution that i am sharing to make your children easier to manage is both simple and easy it will not cost you anything to implement you don't need any gear anything for it it will take you a maximum of 10 minutes a day and i guarantee results within within 3 to 7 days Tell a story for working moms. What does that mean? Any story that you want the working moms to hear. All these have been stories about. <laughs> um, okay, you know how it is when they say, "What's your favorite song?" and you know so many, and you can't think of a single. So that's the space I'm in right now. <laughs> um, what I would really, really say is, if you were just to value yourself, I know a lot of us as working moms. are not really in the mental and emotionally strong place that we pretend to be and we pretend even to ourselves so the only thing i want to reach out and say is there's no shame there is no guilt because trust me if you want to be a good mum or a good really anything you first you have to be there first there has to be a you and then there can be you being a good somebody or other so like they say in the airlines take 10 minutes take half an hour take 2 minutes just keep taking that little bit of time and tell people look i need it and then i will be with you and the minute the child sees that yes this sort of participating mother because i didn't give her 10 minutes and this mother who's like in a different zone because i gave her 10 minutes but you have to follow through you have to stand up for yourself and you know the biggest gift you teach your children to stand up for themselves ye sab cheeze ghar mein seekhte hain it doesn't matter you didn't learn it at home when you were a kid that's why you struggling with it now that's a gift you can give your kids you know what is the source of your energy okay i know i'm just one of those crazy people i'm just always wildly enthusiastic and very very energetic like i said i'm excited about life there are so many amazing things and people and uh, what's well i am very energetic yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful interacting with you vinita thank you so much for your time likewise i think i've i've gone maybe two or three times overboard beyond what the thing is but 
Thank you so much. And I do hope I've helped in some way, shape or form everybody out there. Um, and I hope to encounter, not encounter, it's a bad word. I hope to meet with all of you um, another time as well. Thank you. Hello, working moms. First, you have to be happy to spread happiness around you. Learn to stand up for yourself. So stay tuned to Executive Mom Stories. We would love to hear from you for any feedback or to be guest on our show. You can reach us at exemomstories at gmail.com or on Executive Mom Stories Facebook page. I hope you enjoyed this Hubhopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com and we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.